Welcome back to episode two of This Girl Loves Her Football. Last night was not a great night. Um, Cowboys lost 19-3 to against Tampa Bay. My prediction was 28-24, to um, and they couldn't even get a touchdown. So um, after that game, I even said to my mom, I was like, look, I, I can't even be upset. Like, there's nothing... The expectation for this year, although I said we would go 11-6, and six, that had a lot to do with Dak Prescott because I thought he could at least elevate the players around him enough to win the division, win 11 games, and get into the playoffs. So I went to bed. I wasn't angry. I wasn't really upset. And I woke up, found out that Dak Prescott will be having surgery on his hand today. He will have a pin placed in his throwing thumb, and he will be out for six to eight weeks. And I am furious. I am so upset at this front office, and I, I, I'm not even sure really where to begin. Um, Jerry Jones, who doesn't know how to shut his mouth, and Stephen Jones, who also doesn't know how to shut his mouth, go on a radio show every single week and the first thing that they said last year when we lost to the 49ers in the divisional round or excuse me in the wild card round was that there was this sense of urgency we got out physical in that game we need to be more physical we need to be more aggressive and this was our time to advance to the Super Bowl he thought he had a Super Bowl caliber team last year and they lost in the wild card round to a team that absolutely outphysicaled them. The most maddening thing about this offseason is that his quote unquote sense of urgency led to status quo going with the people in our building type of offseason. It was such a terrible offseason. If you want to trade away Amari Cooper, fine. If you want to Trade away Lyle Collins? Fine. Cedric Wilson's going to leave in free agency? Whatever. But replace them with competent talent. Amari Cooper, even though he wasn't giving you production worth $20 million a year, was at least someone that the defense had to respect, had to account for. There is no one on this Cowboys offense that defenses are scared of. That they respect enough to double team or that they respect enough to take guys out of the box so that they can cover guys in the passing game. No, they don't care. And that was shown last night. There is an undrafted free agent starting over the Dallas Cowboys third round pick from this year. He outplayed a player that they actually drafted. They didn't replace their offensive line with anyone good. And then Tyron Smith gets hurt in the preseason, like I talked about in the podcast last night. I mean, um, last week. And they did nothing. They did nothing. They had an entire offseason to get competent wide receivers and competent offensive linemen for a lower price. And they did nothing. And then they expect Dak Prescott to go out there and perform at this elite level? Why? 
Why would you expect that? You put all the tools around him last year, and they couldn't make it past the wild card round. Why would you think that putting less talent, less protection around your $40 million quarterback would help him more this year? That's like saying, that's like a teacher, right? Not giving her students the correct homework assignments, the correct um, workshops in class, and then giving them a test and being surprised that they all fail the test. It's like, well, this is a science class and you're giving us something that's for comprehensive reading or whatever, a completely different subject. But you're expecting us to get an A on this science test? Why? You're the teacher. You're the one supposed to be preparing them. Supposed to be putting your belief in them so that they can succeed. Jerry Jones, you are the owner, the general manager of this team. It is your job to make sure that your players feel that this organization believes in them. That this organization is going to pull whatever they can to bring out the best in them. You are doing the opposite of that. You are taking away and expecting more. Why would you ever do that? Why would anyone ever want to suit up every single week, put their bodies on the line, put their well-being on the line for a front office that doesn't even show that they believe in them? Who would want to do that? Not me. I'm sure not these guys. It doesn't matter how much you pay me. If I don't feel like you believe in me, how am I supposed to put my best foot forward? How am I supposed to feel like I can mess up without you placing all the blame? Speaking of that radio show that they do all the time instead of being quiet, they blamed CeeDee Lamb for not being a number one wide receiver. Well, they can triple team him because they're not worried about all these undrafted free agents that you have as your wide receivers around him, not, they're not scared of any of them. So how is C.D. Lamb supposed to be a number one wide receiver if you're not even going to put anything around him that pulls defenses a little bit away from him? They're blaming him. He needs to, he, Stephen Jones said on, his, on the radio show today, C.D. Lamb needs to work on being a number one receiver. We did not see enough from him last night to help us believe that he will be that, even though we believe he can be. You're not putting pieces around him. You're not putting him in a scenario that will help him succeed. You're not showing him that you want him to succeed. You're not showing this team that you want them to succeed. Your quarterback got hurt last night. He is out for six to eight weeks. He had not enough protection all night. He was hurried up all night. You did that. I understand. You don't go out there. You don't suit up every single week. It's not all on you. The players have to come out. They need to perform. Dak looked bad last night. I'm not negating blame from him. He looked bad. Besides that opening drive where he got him across midfield and they were able to kick a field goal, go up 3-0, he looked bad. But how is he supposed to look good when he has no protection? When he has no wide receivers? He got hurt because you were negligent. You 
are a terrible front office. Terrible. You don't know. You are a businessman, but you do not know how to run a football team. And you're not going to win with that. Mike McCarthy also said in his after the game press conference yesterday, he was talking about the game in general and talking about the ups and downs and that there's a lot to work on. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, first of all, you saw an upside in that game. What about that game was like, oh, yeah, let's make sure we keep doing that. The only good thing about that game last night was Micah Parsons. And I said on my podcast last week, he is a made man. I am not worried about him. He had two crucial sacks against Tom Brady when they were in the red zone on third down, which forced a field goal both times. Our defense also had an interception. Our defense kept us in that game. The defense would be the only quote-unquote upside to last night. And even then, the Buccaneers were able to run for over 200 yards against our defense. So even still, our weakness is still the running game. Our weakness is still penalties. We had 10 penalties last night. You either coach that or you condone that. That should not be the same. Cowboys had the most penalties last year. 17 against the San Francisco 49ers in that playoff game that they lost. That is unacceptable. That is no discipline. That is coaching. That is on coaching. Again, you either coach that or you condone that. Unbelievable. And it's like, what did you think was going to happen? What, what did you really believe, seriously, was going to happen to this team last night? You really thought they were going to come out and beat Tom Brady? You couldn't even beat him last year when you had all the pieces. You almost did. The score was 31-29. Tom Brady, got a last, Tom Brady brought his team down for a last-second field goal last year and went up and won by two, 31-29. You were close. But think of all the pieces you had around you in order to do that. Now you don't have the one bright spot, which is your quarterback, for the next six to eight weeks. And while the Eagles, Washington, and the Giants all won against mediocre teams at best yesterday, they still won. And... The Eagles rushed for over 200 yards in their game yesterday. Saquon Barkley looked good yesterday. Daniel Jones still looks the same. But Saquon Barkley looked good. Carson Wentz, I'm not worried about him. He's going to do Carson Wentz things. He's going to give us the ball at least once or twice. But now you're looking at six to eight weeks without your starting quarterback. And you expect your backup to come in with less talent and do what? And do what? If Dak Prescott couldn't get it done, why would you expect his backup to? This team needs to go out. They need to get wide receivers. They need to get offensive linemen. There's still players out there in free agency. You need to go get the pieces. Stop being stubborn. Stop saying we draft and develop. We draft and develop. 
You're drafting, but it doesn't look like you're developing. I'm so sick of this team talking. The owner talking. The vice president talking. Everyone's just talking and no one's doing. Just do something. And shut up. So, next week we play the Bengals. The Bengals had a pretty bad loss last uh, yesterday. They lost to the Steelers in overtime. Uh, just another example, quickly, of what happens when you don't put the pieces around your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. He lost 23-7. to One of the best players in football. The best quarterbacks in football lost 23-7. to they, gave, they um, traded away Devontae Adams in the offseason, and their offensive line isn't great, and 23-7. to So that dude can't get it done. Dak Prescott's not Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why you would expect him to get it done. That was just a quick side note. So next week we play the Bengals. I love me some Joe Burrow. I've talked about him on this podcast. Um, he had a rough opening, but he'll bounce back. And who better to bounce back with when it comes to the Cowboys and our backup? So I was hopeful for this game if Dak was healthy. He's not. So I believe we will lose that game convincingly. I think the score will be 31-10. to 10. I think we'll at least get a touchdown. And hopefully... There's some bright spots in the next six to eight weeks. Micah Parsons, I know, will definitely be one of them. But tune in next week for This Girl Loves Her Football.